Today's country, Froggy 92.9 with Amber and Tanner in the morning. This portion of the show is brought to you by Taco Bell. Dreams are amazing, but wake up in time to have Taco Bell's toasted breakfast burritos with eggs, cheese, and bacon. Toasted breakfast burritos available at a participating Taco Bell location near you during breakfast hours only, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. Just get started. Seriously. Let's go. your new morning show. Good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning. Good morning and welcome to Thursday, March 31st. It is the last day of March. This year's Ooh, just zooming on by. Crazy. Uh, today is also National Crayon Day. Crayon Day, huh? Yeah. Okay, found- so. Oh, go ahead. It's America's most beloved toy. Yeah. I truly think so. I was really jealous of the kids that had the 64 pack of crayons, and uh, especially the ones with the crayon sharpener in the back. Oh, that was so cool. I strived and hoped I would be that fancy someday. Do you know what the first color crayon was? No idea. It was blue. Oh, very cool. Yeah, cool to know, right? Well, coming up on the show, we've got Face Palm of the Day. What happened to a 20-year-old guy in Ohio when he was just minding his own business, walking down the street? Well, stick around and find out. Ridiculous. It's silly. That's what we love about it. What are you doing? Oh, yeah, that's funny. Time now for the Face Palm of the Day. The stories that make you go, Go! With Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. A TikTok member named Amber Scott is going viral because her boyfriend brought his gaming console to her maternity ward room. (laughs) So she posted pictures of him playing video games while she was about to go into labor. Amber captioned the photos and the videos with, My boyfriend brought his entire gaming system to the hospital during my 21-hour long induction. Now, of course, the internet react. A lot of people said... Negative things like, absolutely not, or wow, red flag. And someone said, I love my games, but I've never attempted to do this. (laughs) I cannot believe this. Why in the world would any fella think this is a good idea? To pass the time, I suppose. 21 hour long induction. (laughs) I I mean, that's a long time. I just imagine that Amber was like... Uh, I really need you right now. He's like, wait, I'm on a winning streak. Just give me a minute. That could have happened. But, you know, I, he could have also brought a book. Would that have looked bad, too? You know, that's a great point. Uh, you know, I, I don't, she seemed to be okay with it. As long as she's okay with it, it's fine. <laughs> but, but if I did that, who man. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have been happy. Like, if, <laughs> if Cole were playing games on his phone while I was... being inducted. (laughs) I get it. A 22-year-old guy in Ohio was walking down the street last Sunday night when a guy in a ski mask walked up and robbed him. The mugger asked the guy if he was a drug dealer, pulled a knife when he said no. He stole about 80 bucks and rode off on a bicycle, but before he left, he made the guy pinky promise that he wouldn't call the cops. (sighs) You gotta pinky promise me, my friend. I know I just... (laughs) Weird deal to make. I told I stole your money, but you got a pinky promise. Oh me. my gosh! The guy obviously ignored that request and broke his promise. But yeah, <laughs> haven't found the mugger yet. It was dark out, and he was in a mask, so they don't have much to go on. Oh yeah, okay. But it seems like the pinky promise might be fulfilled because this guy might not get arrested for this. Yeah. Well, the promise was don't call the cops. Yeah. Not- 
don't let the cops find me. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I think he broke it. Amber and Tanner. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Believe it or not, the most stressful hour of the week is different for men and women. But here is something else that's really interesting, is that both of these times fall outside of work hours. So this was found out through a stress management app, and it, you know, they look through all their data. For the average woman, the most stressful hour of the week is 7 p.m. on a Monday or a Tuesday. And for the average man, it's 8 p.m. on a Friday, which seems very strange to me. You know, I feel like maybe for a woman, for example, if you have kids or something like that, Monday or Tuesday, you're trying to get the kids to bed. Maybe you're trying to prep for the week, like food prep or something like that. And that is crunch time. I'm guessing for men. I mean, I, I got to say it's that's a weird time to be the most stressed out, stressed out 8 p.m. on a Friday. The only thing I can think of is like. Maybe we have a ton of stuff at work that we forgot to do. Yeah. And we're like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I forgot to do that. Or maybe I have a bunch of stuff I need to do over the weekend. Yeah. And they're like, I forgot to put gas in the lawnmower. Dang it. I can't wake up at 4 a.m. mow the lawn and wake up on my kids. No, I'm not <laughs> mad at my dad for doing that. I'm fine. <laughs> it also found that women are 5% more stressed out than men in general. Yeah. This, this study did. I'm not surprised by that one bit. Yeah. Well, why does that not surprise you? I mean, look at me compared to my fiance. Oh, that's that's a very good point. I sent you a video of him last night just sitting on his phone for two hours. <laughs> yeah. And I was like cleaning up. I was like going around. I was like doing my like two hour yeah. like skincare routine. And he was just like chilling, laughing at dogs on Instagram. When I saw that video of Cole that you sent me last night, I was like, man, that sounds really nice. I think, <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. I was, so this is not the same in your house. No, not at okay. all. I think I am definitely the way more stressed out person in my household. I'm just kind of a stressed person in general, and my girlfriend is so relaxed. I really envy that about her, but she does get stressed on occasion too, but just not as often. <laughs> and you love it. You're like, yeah, finally, you're the stressed one. Take it, take it. <laughs> like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up. And the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. So Tanner confessed yesterday on the show that he might be a bit of a hoarder. Um, you were saying, Tanner, that you have trouble getting rid of things. I really do. And what it boils down to is I think a lot of things in my life have value, even though I'm not using it. So I have all these like weird piles of stuff. Well, I found this uh, article that a writer in the UK did. And it talks about this wonderful new spring cleaning idea. Uh, well, now I'm trying to figure out if it's brilliant or dumb, but basically if you have trouble getting rid of stuff, you hide the stuff from yourself. So the idea is that if you don't see it, you realize that you won't miss it when it's gone. So when the next time, you know, you're trying to declutter, it'll be easier to, you know, get rid of it, give it to Goodwill, give it to Salvation Army, give it to a friend. I think that's great because Instead of just having that agony of getting rid of stuff you don't really want to, you have the security of still having it, but you can come back to it and realize, okay, maybe I don't need that stuff. And you think the hardest part about getting rid of stuff is you think it might be worth value or you're worried that like maybe you spent money on it so you don't want to exactly. give it away. Exactly. I mean, th that's really what it boils down to. I don't have a lot of emotional attachment to things. 
But I do have attachment to being rich from it later on in life. <laughs> okay, so what it said in this article, and I thought it was really interesting, if you're always worried you might need it someday or it might be worth something, it's called sunk cost fallacy. Hmm. Sunk cost fallacy. I cannot explain it. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, <laughs> it's kind of thing. just the situation that I'm running into where I'm like, oh, these comic books are going to be worth a bunch of money. This drawer full of phones is going to be worth a bunch of money someday. I got to get it together or either that or get a bigger apartment because it's kind of wrecking my life. <laughs> uh, so the best way I can explain this sunk cost fallacy is a person is reluctant to abandon something because they've invested heavily in it. So yeah, I get yeah. that like with your comic books and your final records and your there was something else, right? Uh yeah, the cell phones. The cell phones. The right? cell phones. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. I, it's just taking up so much space in my life. And every time I move, I'm like, gosh, where did all this stuff come from? <laughs> so hide the cell phones for a couple of months and then you'll realize you don't need those. Catching the catching the these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. I'm getting drunk on a plane. I'm just sitting out here watching airplanes. Amber, do you like flying or do you feel a little bit nervous when you hop on a plane? Um, I think over the years I've gotten less nervous. How about, I'll say that. I love flying. I have thankfully never had a fear of flying, which is weird because I'm scared of a lot of stuff, but I really like it. But I completely understand that there are a lot of people on this planet that don't like flying. My mom's one of them. That's why she yeah. never flies to Sonoma County. If I start really thinking about it, I'll scare myself. Yeah. I get in my own head. It's weird so. how that works, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm just trying to think about it. I'm like, Ooh, okay, this is just a magic thing that's floating in the air right now and just have to accept it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't really know how airplanes work. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> well, a big fear for a lot of people is turbulence. Okay. People don't like their plane to shake when it's in the air, and that's not an unreasonable request. Yeah, because explain turbulence to me. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> if turbulence makes you nervous... Experts say that you should fly earlier in the day because there's less turbulence and that Mondays are typically the best days to fly. So a pilot from Los Angeles said that when the ground warms up, it makes the air bumpier. So there tends to be more turbulence later in the day. And another pilot also mentioned that turbulence isn't technically actually dangerous. They avoid it because it's annoying, but it's not entirely for safety reasons. All oh. it does is shake you around a little bit. But turbulence is actually pretty normal. So, it, yeah, basically what I understand about turbulence is just like a chaotic change in pressure and flow. Yeah. Um, it's velocity and like all this stuff, like laminar flow that I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, one pilot explained turbulence really well. Uh, the pilot said turbulence is basically like hitting a speed bump at 500 miles an hour. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that Which is so accurate. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it. So next time you fly, head out in the morning if you hate, you know, your plane to shake. Catching the catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to Trend, 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 trend it out. On Froggy 92.9. California is pausing efforts to put in place a statewide COVID vaccine mandate. So lawmakers and politicians in Sacramento are holding a bill that would have mandated vaccines for anyone working in the state of California. 
This bill would have required all workers to provide proof of vaccination by January 1st, and companies that did not follow the mandate would have faced penalties from the state. Bruce Willis is stepping away from acting after being diagnosed with aphasia. It's a condition that affects a person's ability to speak or write and even to understand words. Bruce is 67 years old. His wife, daughters, and his ex-wife, Demi Moore, made a joint statement yesterday on social media. They said, quote, To Bruce's amazing supporters, this is a really challenging time for our family, and we are so appreciative of your continued love, compassion, and support. People that have worked with Bruce over the past few years have noticed that he's been having some cognitive issues on set, like remembering lines. And a source even said that his family had moved in to take care of him. So we're just thinking about Bruce and his family at this time. Really sad news. And I hate to see him step away, but, you know, I know it's best for his health. Uh, Carrie Underwood is going to race this stage at the Grammys this Sunday night. If I didn't love you, I'd be good by now. The Recording Academy announced her appearance on Instagram yesterday, writing seven-time Grammy winner and current nominee Carrie Underwood will be at the Grammys for another reason, a performance. So Carrie's actually uh, set up for best country duo slash group performance alongside Jason Aldean for I Didn't Love You. And she's nominated for her faith-based album, My Savior, which is up for best roots gospel album. Uh, If you want to watch Carrie Underwood perform, tune in to the 2022 Grammys. April 3rd, this Sunday, it's going to be live on CBS and Paramount Plus at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. On Monday, the state of California called for tighter water restrictions statewide and directed you know, local water suppliers to ratchet up drought protection measures. And here in Santa Rosa, it looks like we got a ban on pressure washing and washing of sidewalks or driveways with potable water. Now, water's only upon request at restaurants. Drought messaging and linen laundering are limited. You know, especially like hotels, landscaping irrigations restrictions are on. And, you know, they're asking you to try to limit your water usage between 8 p.m. and 6 a.m., it's it, it's really interesting, all of this to me, because I'm from Georgia where it rains, so we don't experience drought. And I'm sure you don't either. Yeah, no. Being and, from uh, Washington State where it rains constantly, it was definitely an adjustment when I moved here to California to conserve water. Um, so, you know, we, we're still learning. I know that Sonoma County is our home, and we call it our home. But, you know, you and I, Tanner, we're still trying to figure all this stuff out. And it is a learning experience. So what is something you learned about water conservation? What is something you do to kind of help our environment here in Santa Rosa and Sonoma County? Something that I do is I hand wash all of my dishes. Uh, for one, I don't really have a choice because I don't have a dishwasher <laughs> in my uh, in my apartment. But when I did, I would still hand wash when we would go through these drought periods because it conserves a lot of water. Okay. And it's also important that when you are washing dishes to turn your water off when you're scrubbing and just don't let that sink run the the entire time you're washing dishes. Otherwise, it's kind of a moot point. Right. Okay. Yeah. What well, about you? Um, for me, I learned at a very younger, young age from Barney that when you're brushing your teeth to never let the water run. I never let the water run. No, I never let the water run. So every time I'm brushing my teeth, I think of this song. <laughs> and that's such a huge 
conservation tip on any website is just to never let the water run, especially when you're brushing your teeth, just to kind of put the toothpaste on, wet it, turn it off, brush your teeth, rinse. I'm really bad about that. (laughs) And now every time I brush my teeth, I am now going to think of that song as well. (laughs) Uh, So we asked on Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning, what are some water conservation tips you can can give us? Because again, we're new to Sonoma County. We need these tips. Chris from Runner Park said, start taking shorter showers. Vanessa from Santa Rosa says, only wash full loads of dishes and laundry. Greg from Guerneville said, if you're looking for a long-term investment, replace inefficient appliances and fixtures with WaterSense labeled products. All right, so if you you know, need more tips, you want to read more about what you can do, uh, head on over to srcity.org slash drought. It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever ditched something important to go do something more fun? Fans are really upset right now at the Chief Eric Church. All you gotta do is put a drink in my hand. The Chief canceled a concert for Saturdays in San Antonio so he can go to the North Carolina and Duke Final Four game and that game's happening in New Orleans it's the same time so he canceled the show he didn't postpone the show he didn't reschedule the show he just canceled it wow and a lot of fans are upset at him and I completely understand why because you know it's a show you invest a lot of money and time and you hire babysitters and stuff like that just so it ends up canceled so he can go to a basketball game yeah and it's not just one person that's having to cancel it's a ton of people that you're letting down yeah so I guess I do understand why fans are upset but I think we're all you know kind of being judgmental because Let's not sit here and act like you haven't missed work because you wanted to do something fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I've, I'm going to miss work in a couple of months because I'm going to Las Vegas. But at the same time, I don't think what I do is at the same scale of what Eric Church does. Yeah. You know, that is such a big commitment. But at the same time, I didn't go to a college or I have never really been a fan of a college that was on that massive a scale. Amber, someone who went to the University of Georgia a huge school in the world of sports and just across the globe for education. Do you kind of see where Eric Church is coming from? Yeah, I I do see where he's coming from, but I personally, I've had to miss so many huge sporting events. I had to work the games. Like, I had to work the national championship the last time Georgia went. And my fiance got to go. Yeah. It was in Atlanta. The national championship was in Atlanta and Cole got to go and I had to work. So it's just, you have people relying on you and I couldn't just bail. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. But have you ever ditched something for fun? Or have you ever ditched something for something else that was more fun? Vicky from Santa Rosa, what did you ditch for fun? I was supposed to go to a coworker. It was her son's first birthday, and they were having a big birthday party for it, and, like, everybody at work was going. But I called in and told her that one of the kids was sick, and instead we went and saw Wonder Woman in the theater. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. So what are some ways to care for a loved one? After they've had some surgery, uh, my mom actually has to get open heart surgery next month. Uh, I talked to her last night and she said she's going to be down for like six weeks. 
because it's a pretty extensive surgery. Yeah. So basically, they're going to have to go in, replace two valves, and then like stop her heart and just really get in there. And she's a little nervous. So I asked her, you know, do you want me to be there during like the surgery? She's going to be in ICU for like a week after the surgery. That poor thing. Uh, so. I was like, do you want me to be there during the surgery while you're in the hospital? Or do you want me to be there like the week after when you're recovering and you might need some help at home? Because she's not going to be able to do some of the things that she usually does. Um, so what are some ways I can care for her after she's, you know, having a surgery? I would say the number one thing is, is finding what her comfort foods are and just giving whatever food she enjoys the most to her, you know, Food can truly be a comfort for a lot of people. And also just telling her, you know, my mom's had some back surgeries and stuff like that. And the biggest thing is like, you having this surgery is not an inconvenience of my time whatsoever. So just reassuring her of that yeah. and giving her some food that she loves will really help her heal. And uh, yeah. I, I'm really, you know, sorry that your mom's going through this experience. I couldn't imagine how scared she is. Uh, she's pretty nervous about the whole experience, but it's... It's going to make her better. And, yeah. you know, I have to keep reminding her of that. And, you know, it's funny that you, you know, said that, you know, about the inconvenience of the time. Because I was talking to her last night on the phone and she was like, are you sure you have the vacation days? Like, you don't have to. Like, I don't, you know, want to be a burden or anything. And I was like, um, you're my mother. Yeah. <laughs> like, you took you took care of me for 18 years of my life. And yeah. I love you. I'm going to, I want to be with you and make sure you're okay. Uh, so we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. What are some some ways to care for a loved one after surgery and we're getting some great suggestions like janelle from santa rosa janelle said meals laundry changing bedding doing dishes helping with pet care all depends on the kind of surgery and recovery they have so tim from windsor also said just be present bringing them a card or flowers a favorite book to read or simply sitting next to their bed watching tv with them this will show them how much you care. Jackie from Pengrove said, make a plan before to see if they'll need help with meds or cooking. Set up a little station for them with drinks and snacks near the couch so they can just hang out. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's that's like great. You, like, kind of like you said, you know, get her favorite food. She loves Mexican food, which Boom. I got from her, so I'll have to bring her some enchiladas. Catching them. Catching them. With these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So actor, comedian Chris Rock speaks out for the first time since the Academy Awards. So what did he have to say? Now, Wednesday night, Chris performed his first stand-up show since Will Smith slapped him at the Academy Awards. Remember that? And how could you forget people have only been talking about it for nearly a week now. My dad texted me and said, I'm already tired of hearing about it. And I was like, well, it's the craziest thing to happen in a really long time. Um, so Chris Rogg received a nearly five-minute standing ovation when he took the stage at Boston's Wilbur Theater. And he told the crowd, what's up, Boston? How was your weekend? I don't have much to say about what happened. So you can't really get at, I'm not So he continued to say, you know, at some point he's going to talk about it. 
Uh, it's going to be serious and funny. And then the audience just started shouting like, boo, Will Smith and, you know, things like that. And, you know, he went on to say, I'm going to tell some jokes. It's nice to just be out and tell jokes right now. And I'm going to reiterate what I said earlier. What happened at the Oscars was one of the most shocking moments to happen in Academy Awards history. And I just want to commend Chris Rock for how he's handled all of this. He hasn't said anything negative or fought back in any sort of way. And like he said on stage in Boston, he was like, I'm just here to tell jokes. I already had, you know, something planned out. And, you know, I want to say what happened was extremely unfortunate, but it also looks like Chris Rock is benefiting from it in a way. Because the demand for his comedy tour has skyrocketed after what people are calling the slap. And his dates have quickly sold out after the Oscars ceremony. Um, And in addition to this, comedy clubs across America have posted signs asking patrons not to slap the comics. The comics, sorry. Now, as far as Will Smith is concerned, the Academy's Board of Governors uh, convened an emergency meeting to discuss his standing in the organization in the wake of the incident. Uh, And the board has determined that Will Smith could face suspension, expulsion, and other sanctions for what he did to Chris Rock. And we're going to find out exactly what's going to happen to him on April 18th. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. What is a store, a business, or restaurant you hope comes to Sonoma County in the future? Amber, I got a on-this-day memory on my Instagram of that pyramid Bass Pro Shop in Memphis, Tennessee that you and I saw. It was pretty fascinating. I mean, I lived in an area where there are many Bass Pro Shops, but that one was pretty cool. It was epic. I've never seen something like that in my life before, and I was so excited. Uh, But it reminded me when I saw this of a shop that's kind of like Bass Pro Shop. It's called Cabela's. Have you ever been to a Cabela's, Amber? I have. I have been to a Cabela's. It's it's very similar. Yeah, it's like you're saying. If you've never been to one, it's basically hunting, fishing, boating, camping. Loving every day. Yeah, exactly. It's basically a Luke Bryan song. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've been to a Cabela's, you know that it is heaven for anybody that loves country music. And I grew up from one that was like an hour away from my hometown. The nearest one is in Springfield, Oregon. It's huge. It has like a bowling alley, an aquarium, and it ha- and it really can be an all-day event if you let it. It has a bowling alley? At least the Cabela's in my, by my house did. Oh my gosh. Not <laughs> anyone I've been to. Now, I put a picture uh, in our prep, Amber. Uh, can you see it? Yes, with all the bears and the wildlife on this like mountain that's inside the store. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a country mall. Some of them are laying down like the they have like a bear in action <laughs> like like destroy I this is crazy I do think that we need a Cabela's here in Sonoma County because Sonoma County is the most country place in all the Bay Area and I think it's the perfect place for it yeah I think people could benefit from a Cabela's yeah what Amber what do you think is a business a restaurant or a, a store that should come to Sonoma County uh do, do you have an hour because I have a few but I will definitely say Zaxby's. If I only had to pick one, it would be Zaxby's. Other than that, I want Publix and I want Sonic. Ooh. Which we're supposed to get a Sonic. When is that dang Sonic gonna open on Santa Rosa Avenue? Inquiring minds want to (laughs) know. The only 
morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. I guess after coming for, what is it, side parts, wireless headphones, skinny jeans, Gen Z has found their latest victim. It's people with a certain hair color. So I got my hair done this week, and my hairstylist and I were discussing the word chuggy, which, what does that mean, Tanner? Do you know? Honestly, I can't figure out chuggy. And you're you're Gen Z. I'm Gen Z. (laughs) I like to view myself as an elder Gen Z. Okay. I feel like I'm more aligned with millennials than I do Gen Z. For example, I have no idea what chuggy means. Okay, so chuggy... From my understanding, basically means something's like out of fashion, or if you're a chuggy, you're out of the loop. And it's to describe someone who's a bit of a tryhard. So it's the opposite of trendy. And my hairstylist told me that blonde hair is now considered chuggy. What? And I was like, I've had enough. I, you know, what if you already have blonde hair? And people you have are to dye born, it brown? People are born with blonde hair, so I don't understand <laughs> how, how something you can be born with can be out of fashion. Apparently, people are dyeing their hair brown now, which is okay. I get it because blonde hair has been coveted for so many years now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's been a popular hair color. <laughs> and I'm just shocked because I also read that lasagna's chuggy. What? You know what's I interesting? Had, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to say this as someone from Gen Z, but Gen Z, we need to chill out because millennials were just abused by everybody. Oh, you like avocado toast. And then now Gen Z is just coming after everybody, their throats and what they love. I want to eat lasagna without being judged. I'm sorry. I want to have blonde hair without being judged. And, you know, luckily I wasn't born with blonde hair, so I can just chill, I guess. And be in style. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Do you think blonde hair is chuggy, Tanner? What do, you, what do you think about this? As someone that just learned what chuggy means, okay. I do not believe it is chuggy. <laughs> I, I think blonde hair is fine. And you know what? Gen Z, I think skinny jeans are fine, too. And side parts. How about that? You know, for all we know, brunette hair can be out of fashion and chuggy tomorrow, according to TikTokers and Gen Z. So <laughs> do you think blonde hair is chuggy and out of fashion? Uh, let us know your thoughts on this. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Kendra. Kendra came back from her vacation in Hawaii without her bag. And Barry Martindale is going to say it has been found, but there are some issues. Hello. Hi, is this Kendra? Yes, speaking. Uh, Who's this? My name is Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. I understand you returned from a vacation in Hawaii and some of your luggage got lost? Yes. Did they find it? I'm calling from the San Francisco International Airport. Your bags have been found. Oh, that's amazing. (sighs) Okay, wonderful, wonderful. So, um... They can deliver it to me. I mean, I'm even willing to go to the airport. I'm just, I'm just so, oh my God, I'm just so happy that, that you guys found it. 
Well, um, we have a few problems we need to make you aware of. So when we have okay. late orders on bags and stuff like that, we have to reweigh it. And your bag was eight pounds over the limit. So we're going to have to charge you $100. Um, but when when I left Honolulu, it was it was fine. They didn't it was the weight was great. When we received your luggage, we decided to take eight pounds of things out of your bag and throw it away. What we found is just some vacation gifts and what you came with to Hawaii is what you're going to receive. Okay, why would you guys do that? Because I could have easily just gone down there and paid for the extra weight, I guess, if that was true. But I mean, why would you why wouldn't you just wait for me to to go there and and see what's in there and I just don't understand. You actually threw. How would you know? Even know what I bought? How do you even have the right to go into my luggage in the first place? I'm going to get my own lawyer. This is outrageous. I cannot even. I cannot even believe you guys have no right. At least call me and I can just go down there. Oh my god, this is this is. I'm. Oh my god, this is ridiculous. I can't. What is your name and what's your number? And I'm going to call you back. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are on Froggy 92.9's Neighbor Dispute. Who set this up? This is so weird. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Just eat it. Just eat it. Just eat it. Just eat it. Do you have a strange food preference? What is it? So I was in Rite Aid the other day and I saw something that made me shudder. I saw that peeps were back on shelves. Yuck. You don't like peeps either? No. I am so glad you say that because I think peeps are so gross. They're just sugar. Yeah. They're just coated in sugar. They are too much. (laughs) And usually kids like peeps because they are coated in sugar. When I was a kid, I went, nope. No, thank you. They're gross. And you're going to think this is even more gross, Amber. My brother, he loves peeps. But what he does is he opens some peeps, leaves them on the counter for a day for them to get stale, and then he eats them. There's nothing worse than stale food. And I'm going to say it. There's nothing worse than stale peeps (laughs) on the planet. Sometimes if he's feeling extra bougie, he will leave the peeps out for a day and then he'll freeze them, then eat them. At that point, it's not worth the investment. I don't know if that's bougie rather than just psychotic. (laughs) (laughs) Something wrong. I'm going to tell him you said that because I completely agree with you, Well, he's probably going to hear it. Well, I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. He needs to know the reality of the situation. Uh, That's fine. You know, do what you need to do, Tanders, brother. (laughs) I mean, we all have weird (laughs) food preferences. Amber, do you have one? I don't know if this is a preference, but my fiance Cole makes fun of me a lot for this. I'll eat cold french fries. Like if he has leftover french fries on his plate that he didn't finish eating... I was just like, let me have them. He's like, but they're cold. I'm like, I don't care. I love French fries. You know what? I can't get on board with that. I I kind of view. That's fine. Cold... I'll take your cold French fries. All right, please, <laughs> please take them. I don't want them. Uh, getting some great responses on our Facebook page, Facebook.com/froggy929. Here's what you said. Jamie from Sebastopol says, "I like blueberry muffins, but I picked the blueberries out. What's the point? <laughs> Blueberryless muffins." Ken from Petaluma said, "I like my cereal soggy." Okay. I can get okay. with Ken on that no. one. I like my cereal to be like soup. It's 
weird for me. <laughs> yeah. But again, we're talking personal preferences here. Right. Um, and then another person named Jamie uh, from Napa, she said, I've been teased for putting butter on my Pop-Tarts. I've done that before. It's pretty good. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Would you go to the prom with me? What about prom? Oh, why don't we just meet after school? No! What about prom? Do you want to be my date for the prom? Really? You seriously want to go with me? Yes. So today is National Prom Day. Today kind of honors, you know, friendship, cherished memories, and, you know, just celebrates the history, joy, and excitement of this milestone event and all, everything that it brings. I had a great time at prom. I'm very happy I went. Well... Since you had such a good time at prom, maybe you're an expert at proms because we're going to play a game called Name That Prom Scene. Tanner, I've got a few clips from movies that feature prom scenes, and you have to guess what movie it is. All right. Ready? Let's go. All right. Clip number one. I like your sleeves. They're real big. Thank you. I made them myself. Oh, I know the song in the prom scene in my head, but I can't figure out the movie. You want to hear it again? Yeah, can I get it one more time? I like your sleeves. They're real big. Thank you. I made them myself. Dirty Dancing? Dang it. It's Napoleon Dynamite. It. <laughs> I figured you'd get that one. I thought I would too. I loved that movie when I was younger. Okay, here's another one. I get so many babes. <laughs> I didn't care about the money, okay? I cared. I cared about you. Okay, I think that one is Dirty Dancing. Why is Dirty Dancing doing me Stop. so dirty right there, now? I don't know if there's a prom scene. Maybe not. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. I'm just like, is that Patrick Swayze? Whoa, no, no, no. It's uh, Heath Ledger in 10 Things I Hate About You. Dang it. Didn't care about the money. I care about you. Oh, I love that movie. That All was right. filmed in uh, the city right outside my hometown, Tacoma, Washington. Then why didn't you know it? Because I suck. <laughs> All right. Here's the last one. I have a feeling you might get this one. You ready? Ready. Half the people in this room are mad at me. The other half only like me because they think I push somebody in front of a bus. Come on, Tanner. I have no earthly idea. What movie did someone get hit by a bus in that has a prom scene in it? Ah, uh, I am horrible at this. That's hit by a bus. <sighs> Can I get another hint? No hints. What? It's it's like one of the funniest comedies of our generation. Uh, Juno? I don't. Well, no. Dang it. It's Mean Girls. I am so sorry that I've disappointed everybody. <laughs> With Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy ninety two point nine. Can I offer you a tattoo? A tattoo. God, a tattoo. 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 Tattoos. Tattoos. A recent survey that we found online said that parents are lowering the age of consent for their sons and or daughters to get tattoos. So the average age at which parents say it's okay to get some ink is 16 years old. Now you can do that with some consent from parents, but they're saying that essentially their kids can make the decisions for themselves. I don't know about this. Yeah? I, I If I got tattoos that I wanted to get when I was 16, I'd have hated them now. I would have yeah. hated those tattoos now. It'd have been bad. One of my friends growing up, his name is Cody. 
Uh, he got tattoos when he like just turned 16. And I don't mean to dish out hate, but they are really bad tattoos. Like they're not well done? Yeah, they're not well done. They're bad concepts. I think he just got tattoos for the sake of getting tattoos. Yeah. I mean, he looks like a, a poor man's Pete Davidson. <laughs> That's not very nice. I know. I'm telling Cody, you said that. I haven't talked to him in years, so good luck. <laughs> it's because of his bad tattoos. Yeah, I was like, dude, I am out no, after that I can't decision. be seen with you and your bad tattoos, <laughs> Cody. So I'm 25, and I don't even think I'm mature enough to make a good decision when it comes to tattoos. But on the other hand, my girlfriend Cammie started getting tattoos when she was 18. She's, like, covered in them. And I'd say they're pretty dang good. She made okay. a good decision. So I think a lot of it boils down to your maturity level. And I was not mature when I was 18 years old. Maybe they should make you take some sort of written test before you get tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Everyone should be allowed to do what they want to. Right. But I do think 16 is a little young because I, it's, you know, I'm just going to say, like I said earlier, I think you're going to regret some of what you picked. I'm not the same person I was when I was 16. Yeah. And that's the only reason. Now, you know, as far as maturity goes, I don't know, but I'm just a different person. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm a I different person than I was yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, Amber, I know you don't have any tattoos. Do you think you'll ever get one? Probably not. No? <laughs> I'm too scared. I'm going to get a sleeve next week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. So on our Instagram story, you can vote the perfect age to get a tattoo, and the average right now is 20 years old. Okay, that makes sense. I agree. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the show, whether it's on the radio, on the Froggy 92.9 app, or on social media. We appreciate you so much. Uh, before we get out of here for the day, Amber, what is something you learned from today's show? Whew. So glad you asked. I thought you weren't going to, <laughs> but I'm glad that you did. Uh, so I learned that the average person thinks that the uh, age to get a tattoo should be 20 years old. Well, that, I say the average person, a.k.a. those who voted on our Instagram. <laughs> right? I, yeah, absolutely. I think 20 years old is like the perfect age because... A lot of people and a lot of kids, when they turn 18, they're like, I'm going to get a tattoo. And then they end up getting a tattoo they regret. And, you know, we love when you participate in these things. So if you want to vote and you have an opinion on that, let us know on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Now it is your turn, Tanner. Tell us. We're dying to know. What did you learn from the show today? I learned a new term called chuggy. You know, I am a part of Gen Z and I should be you know, in tune with these sort of things, but apparently chuggy means like out of fashion and like out of date and being a try hard. And you were talking about how Gen Z is saying that blonde hair is quote unquote chuggy. And I think that's messed up. Yeah. Uh, people are apparently dyeing their hair brown. They're going brunette. They're going darker. You know what? At the end of the day, you do. You do what makes you happy and what makes you feel confident and that's all I'm going to say to that. So, Amber, does that mean you're going to keep your hair blonde? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a mixture. Yeah. I don't know what color it is anymore. It looks good. Didn't the, you just get it cut, too? I got like six inches cut off of it. Well, I feel bad that Am I didn't I notice Jugi? until now. It's okay. I keep it up most of the time. I'll forgive you. Thank you. I really appreciate yeah. that. We're going to get out of here and remember to be kind to one another, take care of one another, and the world is crazy enough. You don't have to be crazy, too. One last thing. Hakuna Matata! It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's problem-free. Don't be true, Oh, man. Hakuna Matata! Oh.
philosophy. Philosophy. Akuna Matata.